Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Hello and welcome to another episode of Storytellers AZ, the podcast and meetup group for anyone who wants to tell better stories. As always, I am Tyler Hurst, and if you can't hear the buzzing in the background, awesome. If you can, we're very sorry about that. Uh, I did see something on Murdoch the other day where he had Alexander Graham Bell with him to create a waveform that canceled the other one out, uh, which is hopefully what we're going to be able to do with this. So again, if you can't hear it all, I'm not saying anything. Anyway, I'm still a writer. I still write stuff. I am editing my book right now, and I uh, almost kicked a dog, laughed at an old lady who fell, and almost T-boned a car on AZ Ave on the way here today. So it's been quite an adventurous day. And your name is? I said Tyler Hurst. All right. That was to my right uh, over here. Not not The other right. I said right. Over here, uh, the loud voice you heard before is Matt Fox. Matt, what do you do? Uh, not much. I write at PersuasionTheory.com. Congratulations. That's my elevator pitch. <laughs> is there, a, is there a applause we can put in there? <laughs> All right. To his right is Brian LePan. Brian, what do you do? Uh, currently, I'm helping somebody rewrite their book, and I'm working on a couple plays. Cool. All right. And uh, to his right is actually Jeff Snyder over there who doesn't have a mic, so we'll, we'll skip him. And then to his right is Wendy. Wendy, what do you do? I'm getting back to writing. All right. How's that going for you? I'm getting there. All right. And we're glad she's back. We are glad she's back. Yes. Uh, today we are going to talk about, uh, about failure. Uh, I think a lot of us, a lot of, a lot of people have always been taught that failure is somehow bad, that, uh, you know, that losing, um, that losing means you did something wrong or whatever else. But I've noticed, uh, in the tech world especially, programmers, developers and all that, that they, you know, they plan to fail almost all the time. And I don't mean they plan to fail, like they plan to screw up horribly and not do anything from it. Is uh, they plan to um, to go out and see what works and try their hardest and all that. Because I've always been told the only difference between success and failure is, well, it either works or it doesn't. Um, the the build-up process will be the same. And if we start to treat failure as a learning tool rather than as something to be ashamed about or something to be upset about or something to hide from each other, uh, I think we can do uh, a lot more in our lives uh, and, and improve on what we've been when looking for for a long time. I mean, for instance, I started grad school and didn't graduate, so I'm a grad school dropout. Does that mean I failed to finish grad school? Well, yes. yes. But <laughs> if I had never if I had never come to grad school and if I had never dropped out, I would never would have, would have started writing for Contact Magazine, which means I never would have met Dawn, which never means I would have I would have been involved in Downtown Phoenix, which wouldn't have gotten me a couple other jobs, which wouldn't have gotten got me to exactly where I, where I am right now. So had I had a grad degree, I'd be a little bit more in debt and probably worse off. Um, and so that would be that would be a good failure because what I learned is that you should when you don't think something is right, cut bait before you spend another forty thousand dollars. Uh, and I should have done that mm-hmm. because it, it, it stuck on me that I didn't, I wasn't doing anything fun in my grad class. Uh, and I wish I had understood that earlier. And I failed a couple other times since then. And it's always been a learning tool. Matt, do you have any, any stories that you've, um, failures that you can think of? I mean, you know, bad blog posting like that, that you've been able to learn from that definitely has been a huge part of your success later? Uh, pretty much everything. No. <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, yeah, it's like, where do you start? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, anything. uh, You just had a book that book that came out that was published. Uh, What did you have to screw up or fail at before that? Well, 
I mean, everything that you do, it's it's easy to focus on the failures. It's easy for people to pick out and and pick apart your failures as opposed to point out what it is that you're doing well. As as uh, uh, if you've ever been in a group of kids that you know, there's always one troublemaker or something like that. They never, you know, it's not the rest of the group doesn't always doesn't bring the uh, the the bad kid up. The bad kid usually brings the other people down, mm-hmm. and that's uh, usually what we let ourselves what we let happen to ourselves as opposed to. You know, just putting it aside, putting it out of your memory, and letting it move on. You know, hey, shit happens. That's, yeah. that's or even part I mean, of life. I mean, or even building from it. I mean, if you if you have a you know a bad kid in your group, you could learn from it by understanding how to deal with them. And true, yeah, or avoid. Them. Or well, avoid usually, them, if yeah. you have kids, you should have an adult responsible adult who takes part in that, who can actually teach the opposite lesson as opposed to making every kid usually, suffer. Usually, yeah, yeah, but I. See, I wonder, you know, we're talking about this, and I don't see how failure in the way you're talking about and what you can learn makes you a better writer, storyteller. It makes you a better person and makes you change. You cut your losses at college and quit and became a writer. And you no. went and did things that made you who you are today. Forget about became a writer. Maybe I got that Well, right. I know. Well, I you mean, know what I'm saying? I had a goal, and I thought that I could never go back home unless I finished grad school. Right. And instead of just understanding that what I was doing was not working for me, I was so afraid of failure that I ended up making, I actually ended up making it much, much worse because I was scared of failure. Had I stopped after a year and said, you know what, I don't want to do this right now. I want to come back sometime or, 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 or do something else. Or if I hadn't gone that, la- that one last semester and end up dropping all my classes but still being charged full, full form, little things like that. Um, that we can learn from and, and do things. And, and I've actually enrolled in different classes, webinars or whatever, and paid for them. And then looked and made sure I checked the, you know, checked on my calendar when the last date to get refunded was. And, you know, it, it, suck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you may realize that that's, that's, that's not for you at all. Um, right. or I've run races where I've trained and I've done them and I've gotten the race and I've sucked. I've sucked so hard, but, um, in this case, what failure taught me was I wasn't training correctly. I never would have known that had I not gone into the race and uh, had to limp the last three miles. Well, but also, I mean, when you think about something like that, if yeah. you had never trained, you would not be in the shape that you're in either. True. So, but, uh, but it turned out that I was training I was training very poorly. Wrong. I was training wrong. Well, right. So what I'm saying again, is... Again, you can focus on that part of yeah. it or you can point, hey, I'm in a better shape than I ever right. been. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like... Yeah. What you were talking about at the beginning was more about life choices and how you're a better person for all these choices and cutting your losses and quitting when you're done. Okay. okay. But when it comes to writing, like if you write something and it's just terrible, and other, and maybe you don't think it's terrible because that's the thing is a lot of people fail at writing and it's not so obvious to them. Whereas running, if you're running a race and you can't finish it, everybody knows you didn't finish it. So that's a clear failure for across the board. So the question is for people who are doing, who are, we're talking about writers, because this is what we talk about, is how do they know when they failed? And that's a tougher question. And that's. Well, you have to ship before you know that you failed. No, you can, people self-publish, <laughs> right? We were talking well, about someone well, that's who, shipping. That's shipping. That's shipping. Right, but someone that's self-published shipping. and they still thought that they were a great writer, remember? Yeah. Or whoever told stories. Well, so that's shipping. But they that's shipped, and but they don't think they failed. I would well, say I would say failure would not be would be not shipping, if you're there looking you at it from that perspective. There you go. There you go. Um, I mean, but still, you well, can. So you turn it into more of a binary thing than anything else. You either you, you either success. Well, 
you could. I mean, if if you wanted to turn if you want to turn shipping into a success fail. Oh, correct. So shipping is a one. You know, shipping is a success. Failure is not a success. All right. Correct. That's, that's, but, but then you're not that's from, from that perspective. From yes. Just from that perspective. From that, exactly. From yeah. just that perspective. But yes. the problem is with everything. There, it's not black and white. No, of course it's not. Of course not. There's always shades of gray and all these things. That's, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, Robert Anton Wilson talked about everybody has this reality tunnel that they that they look through that this is their reality it's this tunnel and i'm holding my if hands if you can't up. see it he's holding his hands up <laughs> on the microphone like a tunnel it's like a tunnel you Think know if you, if you look through like a, a a paper towel tube or something like that yes. that's your reality is what you see at the end oh, of yeah. that and and there's actually all this other reality yeah, yeah, that's yeah, going on yeah. around you but we all have this reality tunnel that we look through and that yeah. we judge things by um and either everything that happens to us either reinforces beliefs that of that reality reality tunnel, or if we are willing to learn from that, we'll actually expand that tunnel and okay. give you more a better vision, more you're able to see more and experience more, and allow more of good things, bad things. Whatnot. True. Yeah. So, sometimes true. failure just comes from the really warped reality tunnel. Yes. yes yeah. it can. Oh, and that's exactly what yes, it is. It can. Yeah. But it, it's it's important that we're not scared of that, that we don't shy away from that. Because if you are ninety five percent done with something, and you think, you know, I, I I just I just don't want to finish it either because you think it's not good or whatever else, until you finish. You know, you don't really know what's going on. So it's it's sometimes you're better off finishing shipping something that may not be awesome, uh, just to be able to. To be to, to to be finished mm-hmm. with it. In this case, it may not mean publishing it, but it just means you finished the story. You wrote the rest of the story. You finished everything. It was a failure, but now you can go back and learn from much. Well, well, once again, I disagree with you on that because you cut your school off. I mean, if you finish school, you could still be doing what you're doing and everything else, and you chose not to spend any more time and effort on. What I spent you were a year doing. and a half too long in school because I was afraid to no. death that that dropping out of grad school would mean I failed in life and I could never go home. That's Tyler, what that, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying, but you're saying though, if you're writing something, you should spend that extra month or year finish writing that thing just to say it's done. I'm arguing. No, yeah, I understand where he's coming. Some cost. Once okay. you know, if you're at a point, yeah. to, you know, yeah. go look at it and say this sucks. Put it aside. But there's okay. also a reality that a lot of people get to a certain point and they start realizing that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. That maybe they um, there's a fear of of rejection, a yes. fear mm-hmm. of absolutely. I don't I don't necessarily believe in a fear of success, but they can't imagine what's going to happen yeah. if the thing actually succeeds. They you know because all of a sudden your life changes. You know I, I think I've talked about. My theory on the biggest loser type thing: when people get done with the biggest loser, when they go back to their their house and their you know their family, their whole lifestyle has changed. They don't want to hang around the same friends because the friends were going to the bar and smoking Absolutely. around them yeah. and all these bad behaviors that they have now given up. And it's a completely different world. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have ninety five percent of 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 let's say of, of a book done, okay. And you've read over, you've done all your work, and it's not, you know, and your friends know, but it's not bad. It's good. It's worthy of, of publishing or whatnot. What a lot of people do, will do, is they won't do that extra five, the last 5% because they're scared of the outside world judging them. It's like an actor becoming that character. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I agree either, with you. yeah, that's not, that's not a, yeah. that's now they're that, that see, genre that's not of writer. Like they you know, they're, about. they're scared of failure. And so what I, what I did is I kept working at it is that last 5% took me way too long. Instead of just cutting myself off and saying, you know what, what I've done so far is bad. You're talking about now fear of failure where we were talking about what it is to fail and what you can get from it. Yeah. There's two, there's different, no, two different things. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
Man, this, pod, this podcast has gone to hell. Well, he keeps disagreeing with everything that I say every single time. We just need to start time. over. This, so. is, this is horrible. <laughs> so let's stay on topic. Jesus. So, Wendy. Yes. So, for you, like when you cut something off and you, and you felt like, I just don't want to do this anymore, which mm-hmm. you've experienced. We've all experienced that. Mm-hmm. Does it make it easier for you to start something new? Not or? necessarily. Not necessarily. It, it depends on what reason you're cutting it off. I mean, I... It's diseased. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get complete neurosis about stuff, and it affects my whole life. Um, Is that more because you're mad at yourself for stopping and quitting? Or, or as opposed to taking what I would say more active role and saying, look, right now, I don't want to do this. I'm not happy with this. You know, taking a more positive way of looking at it mm-hmm. and then moving on to something else. I'll find something else to do. Yeah, and, and it's your, your frame of mind and whether you're positive, um, whether you're pessimistic, and I tend to be very pessimistic sometimes trying to change that. Um, yeah, optimism can get you a long way. And if, if you're willing to do what Tyler says and just, you know, cut off something that's bad for you, and move on to something else, then, yeah, that's great. Yeah, see, I think that's true in people going to school, people in jobs they're not happy with, people in relationships they're not happy with. You know, it's, that's, it's great. And I think in, if you're writing something and it's really like you just come to a dead end and you just don't feel, I'm not, not the fear of failure, but it just, it just isn't working. Mm-hmm. It's okay, just toss it, get on to something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start anew and burn the boats yeah. or something else, toss yeah. it. Well, it's like what Apple does, right? When Apple, whenever they have their, um, they have these different groups that are working on different things that we will never see the light of day. Yeah. And when they pull the plug on any of them, they take that whole team, they take all of their drawings, writings, all their prototypes mm-hmm. that spent millions and possibly billions of dollars on to the top of the building, and they all toss them off. Yeah, toss them off and burn them or destroy yeah. them. And yeah, it's a, it's a ritual that works really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and because and, and they know, because you must fail. I mean, first. You know, and when you do think something a hundred times, you fail ninety nine times in them. I bet you that last time is really good. Um, but it's important to to recognize that each of those ninety nine times were absolutely net, which is what Apple's doing. Is those ninety nine failures were absolutely necessary to make that one success. Absolutely. Um, and you know, that's that's sometimes a tough thing because I know that going to grad school, if I hadn't gone to grad school, I never would have been to Arizona. So you know, a series of different decisions that she made mm-hmm. down there. Um, you know, you just wish you hadn't stayed, stayed with it for so long that you're like, oh, shit. Sounds like we're trying to define what failure is. What like is nobody, it to you? Just stopping, not wanting to, to go on, I guess. Okay, so, so, so failure to you is equated with effort. No, not, as, no, not just progress? doing the work. Yeah, I guess just quitting before. It's finished. Getting so yeah. progress. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Brian, failure to you. I don't believe in failure, honestly. Okay, well, it exists. Uh, I don't. I don't believe it exists. I don't. I mean, for it's, me, it's an actual word. Well, other, well, other people why, why may is he feel that. The mic? No. <laughs> no, I'm dead I mean, serious. No, well, I agree with you. I mean, I don't necessarily think of failure as a thing. It's, it's it is. It's a learning experience. It's always been a learning experience for me. But for someone to make an effort at something, get to a point, and just stop because they're afraid for or what, whatever reason it is. Um, and, and not be willing to make that decision to, to, to cut things off. I mean, I've, I've had a marriage that failed. I've got relation, other relationships that have failed, other things, you know, business things that have failed in the past. You know, oh, well, that's yeah. just stuff oh, yeah. that happens. Yeah. It's hard yeah. when you're going through it at the time because 
you have certain things planned out in your future of what's going to happen, and usually those things include those yeah, uh, people, right. events, whatever. Julian it is. talked a lot about us in the flinch that you know you ha- you have to do all the stuff; it's required. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think yeah. that's that's interesting. The way you brought that up is, um, I think things fail. I don't believe in failure. Meaning, like you were talking about with science and tech people, a circuit may fail or a program may fail, which just gives them the the way to find out how to make it work better. So something may fail, but without being a failure. Well, you don't believe as long in, as you don't believe in the negative connotation of failure, basically, which is kind right. of what I was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, what you're I trying agree. to push on us. I agree. Yeah. No, no, no. I no, I think that it's pointless to think that way because I mean, we think of I mean, what's going to happen to you. Are you, you going to go homeless? Are you going to go homeless? And not eat tomorrow? No, probably not. Uh, but we tend to we 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 tend to uh, react that way. I know that our um, reading all the I was reading the Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor, and he talked about how. Um, you know, failures at, uh, at work, you know, like you didn't turn a memo in on time or whatever else. Or our body reacts to those like we're getting chased by a bear. I mean, it's the same mm. same thing in our brains, uh, and we don't understand that. Uh, and we think that something's bad, bad, really bad is going to happen to us, and I'm pretty sure if it's not. I mean, Wendy stopped writing for a while, and she didn't die. I didn't die, no. and I still well, have a roof over my head. There you go. Which is so, amazing. Yeah, you're still married. <laughs> I mean, has, has anything changed? No. I mean, some, some stuff may change, but yeah. has anything else? Not really. Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 just uh, it's important that you keep that uh, keep that in mind. So apparently failure doesn't exist to Brian, but Wendy, what does failure mean to you? Oh gosh, there are so many different connotations of failure. Um, mm-hmm. Pick one. She's rocking back and forth now. Yeah, I am rocking back and forth like a little autistic kid over She's here. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't know what to say. Um, what, 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 do you, what do you think it's like? What do I think failure is like? I know it's hard to imagine, but if you were to, I've failed so many times. Well, just like you with the relationships. So, and what do you define failure as? How do you? The, probably the end of something with the negative connotation, and I'm trying to get over that negative connotation. Is the end of something you didn't want to end? Probably at, at the time, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. Always yeah. the context. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's there you go. You get distance on it. You yeah. Time. Yeah. Perspective. Now, but those step back, but and it's, it's hard to do that in the moment. And it's right. also important we don't think of those as as you know as negative. Yeah. Um, Hindsight is always twenty twenty. I mean, as well, long as you and that's as as long in as the moment from, when yeah. you're going through it. It yeah. is challenging. It's mm-hmm. it's yes. being able to step out of that experience and look at it and get that oh. perspective as a movie viewer, as opposed to being one of the actors in the in the film. Right. Yeah. I mean, failure to me is is my. Either in a, not inability, but I didn't try or put as much effort into something as I was able to do at the time. I mean, that's it. For, so for me, it's very similar to to, to Matt's. It's, it's effort based. Mm-hmm. Um, if I know that I failed at something because I could have spent a half an hour working on it, and then I watch TV instead, and then it's due or whatever, and it's not, or then I, then I say it's not, you know, it's not good or it's not finished. Um, that's what it means to me. So, yeah, as far as the outcomes, I agree with Brian on this one. Is you know, There is no negative connotation of it. Uh, people are just scared sometimes because they don't want to you know, finish something and have it be considered a failure by others because it wasn't good or it wasn't what they wanted or it wasn't what he promised or something like that. And I think that being scared of that is stupid because it really doesn't exist at all because there's no... Well, on the other side is if you're going to do anything in the creative arts... No matter how good it is, someone's gonna hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think mean, I think for something to be successful, you must be brave. You you must prepare the same. Success and failure really isn't any different when it comes. Um, 
and you prepare the same way and everything's the same. And I think especially, you're right, in, in the creative industry. In any, in, in, Actually, just walking down the street, somebody could not like it. So Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and any creative, meaning anyone who does a job without a manual, you're making, you, are, you are making stuff up as you go along. <laughs> I mean, you, you're using references, but you're making stuff That's up. That's life. A lot of times people will never, you know, they'll never finish something. They'll, they'll never turn it in or they'll never ship because they're scared of, of whatever else. And they need that because it's actually a better learning step than everything else was before it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, all right, that's it for today. Uh, thank you for joining another Storytellers AZ podcast. We meet the second and fourth Wednesday of every month from 7 to 9 p.m. at Gangplank in downtown Chandler. It's at 250 South Arizona Ave, Channel Arizona 85225. If you have any questions, would like to call Brian names, or would like to compliment Wendy on her hair choices, email Tyler at gangplankhq.com. Thanks, and see you next time. That's so sweet. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time.